0: Genesis 23, starting in verse 1. This is from the New King James Version. The the Lord reads like this. Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. So Sarah died in Kirjath-Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Cana. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a foreigner and a visitor among you. Give me property for a burial place among you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the sons of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord. You are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our burial places. None of us will withhold from you his burial place, that you may bury your dead. Verse 7. Then Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, the sons of Heth. And he spoke with them, saying, If it is your wish that I bury my dead out of my sight, hear me. And meet with Ephron the son of Zohar for me, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is at the end of his field. Let him give it to me at full price, as property for a burial place among you. Now Ephron dwelt among the sons of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the presence of his sons of Heth, all who entered at the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. I give you the field and the cave that is in it. I give it to you in the presence of the sons of my people. I give it to you. Bury your dead. Verse 12. Then Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land, and he spoke to Ephron in the hearing of all the people of the land, saying, If you will give it me, if you will give it, please hear me. I will give you money for the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My Lord, listen to me. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? So bury your dead. And Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out the silver for Ephron, which he had named, in the hearing of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, currency of the merchants. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, which were within all the surrounding borders, were deeded to Abraham as a possession in the presence of the sons of Heth for all who went in at the gate of the city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah, before Mamre, that is Hebron, and the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded to Abraham by the sons of Heth as property for a burial place. That ends chapter 23.
1: Chapter 24. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had... Charge of all that he had. Put your hand under my thigh, that I may make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But I will go. I, I will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, "Perhaps the woman may not be willing to follow me to this land. Must then I take your son back to the land from which you came?" So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning the matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master. And he rose and went to Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor. And he made camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when the women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord, the God of the master of Abraham, please grant me success to today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water, and the daughters of the men in the city are coming out to draw water. Let the young woman to whom I shall say, Please let down your drawer that I may drink, and who will say, Drink, and I will water your camels, let her be the one whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know. That you have shown steadfast love to my master. Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulder. The young woman was very attractive in appearance, a maiden had, whom no man had known. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up. Then the servant rammed a meter and said, Please give me a little water to drink from your jar. She said, Drink, my lord. And she quickly let down her jar upon her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trial and ran again to the well to draw water. And she drew for all his camels. The man gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her arms weighing ten gold shekels and said, Please tell me whose daughter you are. Is there a room for your father's house for us to spend the night? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She added, We have plenty of Both straw and fodder, and the room to spend the night. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord, and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness towards my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in in the way of the house of my master's kingdom. Then the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban. Laban ran out toward the man to the spring. As soon as he saw the ring and the bracelets the word and heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, thus the man spoke to me. He went to the man, and behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for your camels. So the, the man came to the house and unharnessed the camels and gave straw and fodder to the camels and there was no water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Then food was set out before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. He said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become great. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants, camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and to him he has given all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell, but you shall go to my father's house and to my clan and take a wife for my son. I said to the master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me, but he said to me, The Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and prosper your way you shall take a wife for my son from the from my clan and from my father's house then you will be free from my oath when you come to my clan and if they will not give her to her, her to you you will be free from my oath i came today from to to the spring and said o oh lord god of my master abraham if now you are prospering the way that i go Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. Let the virgin who comes out to draw water, to whom I say, Please give me a little water from your jar to drink. And he will say to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebecca came out with her water jar on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water, and I said to her, Please let me drink. She quickly let down her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camel's drink also. So I drank, and when she gave the camel's drink also, then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her arm. Then I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord, of G- the God of my master Abraham, who had led me by the right way to take my That take the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now then, if you are going to show steadfast love and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right, turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing has come from the Lord; we cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord, and the servant brought out jewelry of silver, silver and gold, and garments, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave, he also gave, to her brother and to her mother costly ornaments. And when he and the men who were with him ate and drank, and they spent the night there, then they arose. When they arose the next morning, he said, "Send me away to my master." Her brother and her mother said. Let the young man remain with us a while, at least ten days after that she may go. But he said to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. They said, Let us call the young woman and ask her. They called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. So they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands of 10,000s and may you, your offspring possess the gate of whom those who hate him. Then Rebekah and her young woman and her young woman arose and rode the camels and followed the men. Thus the servant took Rebekah and went his way. Now Isaac had returned from Beer Lahai Roy and was dwelling in the Negev. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field towards evening. And he lifted up his eyes and saw. And behold, there were camels coming. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. And then... Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah and his mother and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. This concludes chapter 24.
2: I've got the New King James Version. Genesis chapter 25. Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah, and she bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan begot Sheba and Didan, and the sons of Didan were Asherim, Letushim, and Leumim, and the sons of Midian were Ephah, Efer, Hanuk, Abida, and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah, and Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, and while he was still living, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac his son, to the country of the east. This is the sum of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age, an old man full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, which is before Mamre in the field of Ephron the son of Zohar the Hittite, the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried, and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt at Beer Laharoi. Now with this geneal- now this is the genealogy of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's maidservant, bore to Abraham. And these were the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebajoth, then Kedar, Abdil, Mibzim, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadar, Tima, Jetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These were the sons of Ishmael, and these were their names by their towns and their settlements. Twelve princes according to their nations. Uh, Verse 17. (coughs) These were the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years, and he breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people. They dwelt from Havilah, as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt, as you go towards Assyria. He died in the presence of all his brethren. This is the genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as wife, uh, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padan aram the sister of Laban the Syrian now isaac pleaded with the lord for his wife because she was barren and the lord granted his plea and Rebekah, his wife conceived but the children struggled together within her and she said if all is well why am i like this so she went to inquire of the lord and the lord said to her two nations are in your womb two peoples shall be separated from your body one people shall be the strong shall be stronger than the other And the older shall serve the younger. Verse 24, so when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over, so they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, "'Please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary.' Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, "'Sell me your birthright as of this day.' And Esau said, "'Look, I am about to die.'" So what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Thus concludes Genesis chapter 25.
3: Genesis chapter 26. I'm reading out of the NKJV. This is the word of the Lord. There was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you, for to you and your descendants I give all these lands, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father, and I will make your descendants multiply. Uh, Your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked about his wife. And he said, She is my sister. For he was afraid to say, She is my wife. Because he thought, Lest the men of the place kill me for Rebekah, because she is beautiful to behold. Now it came to pass, when he, had, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked through a window and saw, and there was Isaac, showering endearment to Rebekah, his wife. Then Abimelech called Isaac and said, Quite obviously she is your wife, so how could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I said, lest I die on account of her. And Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might soon have lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt on us. So Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land, and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous, for he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abram, Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there, verse 18. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Esek, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he, called the na- so he called its name Sitna. Verse 22. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth, because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in the land. Then he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him in the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. So he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. And he pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, one of his friends, and... The commander of the army of his army and Isaac said to them. Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? Verse 28, but they said, we have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. So we asked, let us now make an oath between us, between you and us. And let us make a covenant with you that you will do us no harm since we have not touched you. And since we have done nothing to you but good and have sent you away in peace, you are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank, and they arose early in the morning, and swore an oath with one another, and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him about the well which they had dug, and said to him, We have found water. So he called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he took as wives, Judith, the daughter of Biri, the Hittite, and Basmeth, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and they were a grief of mind to Isaac and Rebekah. This concludes the reading of the Lord's Word, Genesis chapter 26.
4: Genesis chapter 7, this is the word of the Lord. Verse 1 When Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he, that he could not see, he called Esau his older son, and said to him, My son. And he answered, Here am I. He said, Behold, I am old, and I do not know the day of my death. Now then, take your weapons, and your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me. And prepare for me delicious food, such as I love, and bring it to me so that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to his son Esau. So when Esau went to the field to hunt for game and bring it, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, "I hear I heard your father speak to your brother Esau. Bring me game and prepare me for prepare me delicious food so that I may eat it and bless you before the Lord before I die. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two good young goats so that I may prepare them" delicious food for your father, such as he loves. Verse 10, and you shall bring it to your father to eat so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to Rebecca, his mother, behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man and I am a smooth man. Perhaps my father will feel me and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring him, bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing. His mother said to him, let your curse be on me. My son, only obey my voice and go bring, bring them to me. So he went and took them and brought them to his mother. And his mother prepared delicious food, such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the best garments of Esau, her older son, which were with her in the house. And he put, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And the skins of the young goats she put on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And she put the delicious food and the bread, which she had prepared, into the hand of her son Jacob. So when... So he went into his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Now sit up and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. For, but Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? He answered, Because the Lord your God granted me, granted me success. Verse 21. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son, Esau, or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are that of Esau. And he did not recognize him, because his hands were hairy like his brother's brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. He said, Are you really my son, Esau? He answered, I am. Then he said, Bring it near to me, that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. So he brought it near to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his garments and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and the plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers, and may your mother's son bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. As soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, when Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, Esau his brother came in with his hunting. He also prepared delicious food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that you may bless me. Verse 32. His father Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled very violently and said, Who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? And I ate it all before you came and have blessed him. Yes, he shall be blessed. As soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me even so, O my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully. He has taken away your blessing. Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, he has taken away my blessing. Then he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Isaac answered and said to Esau, Behold, I have made him lord over you, and all his brothers I have given to him for servants, and with grain and wine I have sustained him. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me even, so, even also, O oh, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then, then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall your dwelling be, and away from the dew of the heaven on high. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. Now Esau hated Jacob because of his blessing, because of the blessing which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, the days of mourning for my father are approaching, then I will kill my brother Jacob. But the words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. So she she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, behold, your brother Esau comforts himself about you by killing, by planning to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice. Arise and flee to Laban, my brother, and Haran, and stay with him a while until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you here from here from there. Why should I bereft, be bereft of you both in one day? Then Rebekah said to Isaac, I loathe my life because of the Hittite woman. If Jacob marries one of the Hittite women like these, one of the women of the land, what good will my life be to me? This concludes the reading of Genesis chapter 27.
5: Genesis chapter 28. I'll be reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. This is the word of the Lord. Isaac summoned Jacob, blessed him, and commanded him, Don't take a wife from the Canaanite women. Go once to Payton, Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father. Marry one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make your make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you become an assembly of peoples. May God give you and your offspring the blessing of Abraham, so that you may possess the land wherever where you live as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob to Payton, Aram, to Laban. Son of Bethuel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau noticed that Isaac blessed Jacob and sent him to Paton Aram to get a the wife there. When he blessed him, Isaac commanded Jacob, Do not marry a Canaanite woman. And Jacob listened to his father and mother and went to Paton Aram. Esau realized that his father Isaac disapproved of the Canaanite women, so Esau went to Ishmael and married, in addition to his other wives, Mahalath, daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son. She was the sister of Nabioth. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. He reached a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set. He took one of the stones from the place, put it there at his head, and lay down in that place. And he dreamed. A stairway was set on the ground with the top reaching heaven. The God, and God's angels were going up and down. Yahweh was standing there beside him, saying, I am Yahweh, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land you are now sleeping on. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out toward the west, the east, the north, and the south. All the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Look, I am with you, and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised, to do, promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that was near his head and set it up as a marker. He poured oil on top of it and named the place Bethel though previously the city was named Lewis. Then Jacob made a vow. If God will be with me and watch over me on this journey, if he provides me with food to eat and clothing to wear, and if I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. The stone that I have set up as a marker will be God's house, and I will give you a tenth of all that you give me. It's
6: the word of the Lord. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Version. Genesis chapter 29, verse 1. Then Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the sons of the east. He looked and saw a well in the field, and behold, three flocks of sheep were lying there beside it. For from that well they watered the flocks. Now the stone on the mouth of the well was large. When all the flocks were gathered there, they would then roll the stone from the mouth of the well and water the sheep and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of that well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. And he said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said to them, Is it well with him? And they said, It is well. And here is Rachel, his daughter, coming with the sheep. And he said... Behold, it is still high day. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered. Water the sheep and go pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered, and they will roll the stone from the mouth of the well. Then uh, we water the sheep. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. When Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the mouth of the well and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted his voice and wept. Jacob told Rachel that he was a relative of her father and that he was uh, Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. So when Laban heard the news of Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his, his house. Then he related to Laban all these things. Verse 14, Laban said to him, Surely you are are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful of form and face. Now Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for your youngest daughter for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than to give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of because of his love for her. Verse twenty-one. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my time is completed, that I may go into her. And Laban, Laban gathered all the men of the place and made a feast. And in the evening he took his daughter Leah and brought him to him, brought her to him, and Jacob went into her. Laban also gave his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came about in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served with you? Why then have you deceived me? But Laban said, "It is not. Is it not the practice of our place to marry off the... It is not the practice of our place to marry off the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also for the service which you shall serve with me for another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week, and he gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban also gave his maid Bilal to his daughter Rachel as her maid. So Jacob went into Rachel and also, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah. And he served with Laban for another seven years. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, and he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuben, for she said, Because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Simeon. She conceived again, and bore a son, and said, Now this time my husband will uh, become attached to me, because I have borne him two sons, therefore he was named Levi. And she conceived again, and bore a son, and said, This time I will praise the Lord, therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Thus concludes chapter 29. I'll be reading from
7: the ESV translation. The word of the Lord reads like this. Chapter 30, verse 1. When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister. She said to Jacob, Give me children or I shall die. Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said, Here is my servant Billah, Go into her that she may give birth on my behalf, that even I may have children through her. So she gave him her servant, Billah as a wife. And Jacob went into her, and Billah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged me and has heard; also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. Rachel's servant, Billah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, With mighty wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister and have prevailed. So she called his name Naphtali. Verse 9. In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, please, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Rachel said, Then he may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me my wages because I gave my servant to my husband. So she called his name Issachar. Verse 19. And Leah conceived again, and she bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she called his name Zebulun. Afterwards, she bore a daughter and called her name Dina or Dinah. Verse 22. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, saying, May the Lord add to me another son. Verse 25. As soon as Rachel had borne Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away that I may go to my own home country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you, that I may go. For you know the service that I have given you. But Laban said to him, "If you have found favor, if I have found favor in your sight, I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Name your wages, and I will give it." Verse twenty-nine. Jacob said to him, "You yourself know how I have served you, and how your livestock has fared with me. For you had little before I came, and it has increased abundantly, and the Lord has blessed you." wherever I turned. But now what shall I provide for my own household also? He said, What shall I give you, Jacob? You shall not give me anything. If you will do this for me, I will again pasture your flock and keep it. Let me pass through all your flock today, removing from it every speckled and spotted sheep and every black lamb and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and they shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later when you come to look into my wages with you. Everyone that is not speckled every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, if found with me shall be counted stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be as you have said. But that day Laban removed the male goats and were that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, and put them in the charge of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob pastured the rest of Laban's flock. Verse 37. Then Jacob took fresh sticks of poplar and almond and plane trees and peeled white streaks in them, exposing the white of the sticks. He set the sticks that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is, the watering places where the flocks came to drink. And since they bred when they came to drink, the flocks bred in front of the sticks. And so the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob separated the lambs and set the faces of the flocks towards the stripe and all the black in the flock of Laban. He put his own droves apart and did not put them with Laban's flock. Verse 41. Whenever the stronger of the flock were breeding, Jacob would lay the sticks in the troughs before the eyes of the flock and they, that they might breed among the sticks. But for the feebler of the flock he would not lay them there, so the feebler would be Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. Thus the man increased greatly and had large flocks, female servants and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Thus concludes chapter 3. Chapter 31.
8: I'm reading from the New King James. Now Jacob heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and from what was our father's he has acquired all this wealth. And Jacob saw the countenance of Laban, and indeed it was not favorable toward him as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock, and said to them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not favorable towards me as before, but the God of my father has been with me. And you know that with all my might I have served your father. Yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said thus, The speckled shall be your wages, Then all the flocks bore speckled. And if he said thus, The streak shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaked. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. Verse 10. It happened at the time when the flocks conceived, that I lifted my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the rams which leaped upon the flocks were streaked, speckled, and gray-spotted. Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob, And I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift your eyes now and see all the rams which sleep on the flocks are streaked, speckled, and gray-spotted. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a vow to me. Now arise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, is there still any portion or inheritance for us in our Father's house? Are we not considered strangers by Him? For He has sold us and also completely consumed our money. For all these riches which God has taken from our Father are really ours and our children's. Now then, whatever God has said to you, do it. Then Jacob rose and set his sons and his wives on camels, and he carried away all his livestock and all his possessions which he had gained his acquired livestock, which he had gained in Padan-Aram, to go to his father Isaac in the lane of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the household idols that were her father's. Verse 20, And Jacob stole away, unknown to Laban the Syrian, and that he did not tell him that he intended to flee. So he fled with all that he had. He arose and crossed the river and headed toward the mountains of Gilead. And Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled then he took his brethren with him and pursued him for seven days journey and he overtook him in the mountains of Gilead but God had come to Laban the Syrian and dreamed by night and said to him be careful that you speak to Jacob neither good nor bad so Laban overtook Jacob now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountains and Laban with his brethren pitched in the mountains of Gilead and Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have stolen away unknown to me, and carried away my daughters like captives taken with a sword? Why did you flee away secretly and steal away from me, and not tell me? For I might have sent you away with joy and songs, with timbrel and heart. And you did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters. Now you have done foolishly in so doing." It is in my power to do you harm, but the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you speak to Jacob, neither good nor bad. Verse 30. And now you have surely gone because you greatly long for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Then Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, perhaps you would take your daughters from me by force. With whomever you find your gods, do not let him live. In the presence of our brethren identify what I have of yours and take it with you. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. And Laban went into Jacob's tent and Leah's tent and into the two maids' tents. But he did not find them. Then he went out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household idols, put them in the camel's saddle, and sat on them. And Laban searched all about the tent but did not find them. And she said to her father, "'Let it not displease my Lord that I cannot rise before you, "'for the manner of women is with me.' And he searched but did not find the household idols. Then Jacob was angry and rebuked Laban, and Jacob answered and said to Laban, "'What is my trespass? "'What is my sin that you have so hotly pursued me? "'Although you have searched all my things, "'what part of your household things have you found?' Set it here before my brethren and your brethren that they may judge between us both. These twenty years I have been with you, your ewes and your female goats, I have not miscarried their young, and I have not eaten the rams of your flock. That which was torn by a beast I did not bring to you, I bore the loss of it. You required it from my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. There I was in the day, the drought consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. Verse 41. Thus I have been in your house twenty years. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages ten times. Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands, and rebuked you last night and Laban answered and said to Jacob these daughters are my daughters and these children are my children and this flock is my flock all that you see is mine but what can i do this day to to these my daughters or to their cho- children whom they have borne? now therefore come let us make a covenant you and i and let it be a witness between you and me so jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar then Jacob said to his brethren, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there on the heap. Laban called it Jagar Sahaduktha, but Jacob called it Galid. And Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore its name was called Galid. Also Mispah, because he said, May the Lord watch between you and me when we are absent one from another. Verse 50. If you afflict my daughters, if you take otherwise besides my daughters, although no man is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, Here is this heap, and here is this pillar, which I have placed between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not pass beyond this heap to you, and you will not pass beyond this heap and this pillar to me for harm." The God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, and the God of their father judged between us. And Jacob swore by the fears of, of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his brethren to eat bread. And they ate bread and stayed all night on the mountain. And early in the morning Laban arose and kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned to his place." That's the end of chapter 31.
9: I'm reading out of the New American Standard. Genesis chapter, sorry, Genesis chapter 32. Now as Jacob went on his way, the angels of God met him. Jacob said, when he saw them, this is God's camp. So he named the place um, Mahanaim. Then Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir and the country of Edom. He also commanded them, saying, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your sa- servant Jacob, I have sojourned to Laban and stayed until now, and I have oxen, and donkeys, and flocks, and male servants, and female servants, and I have sent to tell my Lord that I might find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and furthermore he is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people who were with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two companies, for he said, If Esau comes to the one company and attacks it, then the company which is left will escape. Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, return to your country and your relatives, and I will prosper you. I am unworthy of all the loving kindness and all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with my staff only I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of of Esau, for I fear him, that he will come and attack me and the mothers and the children. For you said, I will surely prosper you and make you make your descendants as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be numbered. So he spent the night there, and then he selected from what he had with him, A present for his brother Esau, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 milking camels and their colts, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He delivered them into the hand of his servants. Every drove by itself and said to his servants, Pass on before me and put a space between droves. He commanded the one in front, saying, When my brother Esau meets you and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong, and where are you going, and to whom do these animals in front of you belong? Then you shall say, These belong to your servant Jacob. It is a present, sent, To my lord Esau, and behold, he also is behind us. Then he commanded also the second and the third, and all those who were following the droves, saying, After this manner you shall speak to Esau when you find him, and you shall say, Behold, your servant Jacob also is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me. Then afterward I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the presence, sorry, the present passed before him while he himself spent that night in the camp. Now he rose the same night, took his two wives and his two maids, and his eleven children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok and took them and sent them across the stream. And he sent across whatever he had. When Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak, when he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he was wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with the Lord and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Penuel, before he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Now the sun rose upon him as he crossed over the Penuel, and he was limping on his thigh. Therefore, to this day, the sons of Israel do not eat the sinew from the hip which is on the socket of the high because thigh because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh in the sinew of his hip. And that's Genesis chapter thirty two.